Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. If you're looking for more purpose, more passion, more joy in your life, then you have come to the right place. Let's create your dream life while living your dream life. Okay, love? Hi, love. Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. This is where we take a deeper dive into my Mindset Monday post, which you can read on Instagram at Wholehearted Coaching, or you can get the full post plus journal prompts when you sign up for my email list. You can do that in the show notes, or you can head to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com. So today we are diving into mindset and mindset work. And if you have been part of the wholehearted community for a while, you know that when I say mindset, I do not mean false positivity. Nope. Okay, the work we're going to do in today's episode isn't about repeating an affirmation that you think you're supposed to say, right? It's not a live, laugh, love poster come to life. It's not about repeating I am enough to yourself until you will your way to believe it. No. What we're talking about today is what real mindset work is, which is shifting your thoughts little by little, meeting yourself where you're at while also dreaming of where you want to be. That to me is true mindset work. Now, what we're talking about today, this framework I'm taking you through in this episode is what changes lives. It's what creates huge transformation in clients' lives. I promise. Now, if you have been listening over the last few weeks, you will know that starting with episode 65, I have been giving you a sneak peek into my online course, Inner Compass, the course. Each week, I have been letting you in on one of the lessons from the course and getting deep into the work with you right here on the podcast. In Inner Compass, the course, you will find all of the most transformative and powerful tools, lessons, and ideas that have created the most massive change in my clients' lives. And I've taken all of that and put it into an easy-to-follow online course. Honestly, this is the next best thing to working with me one-on-one. I created Inner Compass, the course, because I would get so many people coming to me lost, trying to figure out what they were trying to do with their lives, feeling like they were behind, feeling like they were the only person who didn't know, feeling like they had this dream within them that they couldn't sometimes name. And if they could name it, they couldn't seem to do it. This course is taking you step by step through that process of you figuring out who you truly are, what you really want to do in the world and how to do it in a way where your ease and joy are the foundation. I have seen incredible transformations in Inner Compass, the course, new careers, new relationships, people moving across the world. But what I have witnessed, what makes my heart filled with so much joy is that people's mindsets are truly shifting, that they feel confident in who they are, that they trust themselves and that they really enjoy their lives. That is what Inner Compass, the course, is all about. And this summer, as a special bonus, I am teaching the course live. We're calling it Inner Compass Virtual Summer Camp. We start on June 11th. We end on August 27th. And you're going to get bi-weekly calls with me, some amazing guest mentors, including 
Chrissy King and other surprises. So when you sign up for Inner Compass, you get not only the course, but if you sign up before June 11th, you can get to do the work live with me. If you are ready to finally figure out what you're meant to do in this world, if you're ready to stop getting it in your own damn way, if you are ready to actually breathe life into your dreams in a way that is joyful and easy, then love, join me this summer for Inner Compass Summer Camp. This is going to be such an incredible experience. We have had a lot of people sign up and I would love to have you there. All right. So we are in the final module of the course, which is all about ease and joy, because I believe it is ease and joy that makes us resilient. It is ease and joy that creates such an incredible experience of life. This final module ease and joy is such an important one because what is the point of reaching your dreams if joy and ease aren't the foundation, right? What is the point if the journey doesn't have that joy and ease there? You know how at the top of this this podcast, I say, create your dream life while living your dream life. This is what I'm talking about. Joy and ease need to become the foundation of all that we do because that is how we sustain. That is how we become resilient. That is how we thrive. Now, before we get into this week's Mindset Monday, I want to make sure that you sign up for the email list because there is a companion worksheet to this episode and you can only get it if you are on my email list. The worksheet is going to take you step by step through the concepts that I talk about in this episode. And also make sure to listen to the very end where I interview a former Inner Compass participant. This person was able to completely shift their mindset through the course. She not only left her job and created her own business, but what is the most important thing is that she really enjoys her life and reclaimed her sense of confidence by doing the course. All right, so let's get into this week's Mindset Monday. It reads, Faith and fear are two sides of the same coin. One is the belief that it will never work out. The other is the belief that it will. You get to choose which side you believe. Many of my clients come to me doing all the right things. They're investing in themselves. They're going after big goals. They got schedules, deadlines, spreadsheets. They are, quote unquote, on top of it. But the thing that they desire isn't happening, right? Their business isn't making much profit. Their dating life is just one failed Tinder date after another. Their passion project is still a work in progress. They're frustrated. They feel like failures ready to give up because they're obviously putting in the work, They know what they need to be doing. So where are the results? And here is what is holding them back. And if this is resonating with you, this is probably what is holding you back as well. They don't believe that it's going to happen. They're doing all the right things externally, but deep down in their bones, they just don't think they're going to succeed. They just don't think that this thing is going to happen for them. So often we embark on the most important goals of our life with the underlying belief that 
this won't work out. So, you know, don't get your hopes up too high. So we go through the motions. We do the things we're supposed to do, right? And we go through it with this underlying tension of this probably isn't going to work out. And it's not because we're psychics, right? It's, it's because we have been conditioned to think this way. First, our minds are geared towards the negative. This is called the negativity bias. Our minds search for the negative, negative news, negative outcomes, results. If we failed in the past, your mind will go straight to that. This is because of evolution. Our ancestors had to pay attention to the bad, dangerous, and negative threats in the world, right? So our mind, our biology, steers us towards the negative. But we've also been raised in a society and in cultures and families that promote expecting the worst, right? Our own lived experience points us towards that as well. We hold on to the times we fail. We hold on to the bad experiences. We hold on to all the times our expectations were never met. We think that if we expect that it won't work out, we won't be as hurt when it doesn't. Or that, you know, if it does work out, we'll be pleasantly surprised. Now, is that resonating? Because that was me for such a long time, right? I was like, well, I'm going to expect the worst. So if it doesn't work out, I'm already ready for it. And if it does work out, then surprise. But here's the truth. We are still hurt when it doesn't work out. And all we've done is taken the entire journey towards that thing and taken all the joy out of it. We've taken all the enjoyment out of the process, out of the journey. We've been bracing ourselves for the worst, not realizing that we are experiencing the worst as we go towards our goals. We're robbing ourselves of joy, of ease. And I honestly believe deep down, we're robbing ourselves of results. Because when you believe it's not going to work out, the likelihood of it not working out is higher. And listen, I'm not even talking about manifestation here, even though I 100% believe in manifestation. What I'm talking about is looking at your thoughts and looking at the trajectory they take you and your life on. This is mindset work. The phrases and words you use as you chase after your dreams matter because they dictate how you feel, which in turn dictates how you act and how you act creates the results in your life. So I want you to take a moment and consider this, right? How do you feel internally when you repeat a phrase like this probably won't work out? Just think on that. When I say the phrase, this probably won't work out, don't get your hopes up high, how do you feel? So some of the emotions that may come up are hopeless, frustrated, defeated. So from that feeling, from those feelings, whatever your specific feelings were, what kind of action do you want to take when you feel that way? Right? When you're feeling hopeless, what kind of action do you want to take? When you feel defeated, what kind of action do you want to take? When you're feeling frustrated, what kind of action do you want to take? Probably not much. You may want to give up. You may actually do the things. You may actually take action, but do it begrudgingly. 
Or you may take action and the instant you face a challenge or a difficulty, that's when you're like, oh, well, see, it wasn't going to work out. So I'm out. I'm out. And what would the result of all of that be? What would the result of all of those actions or inactions be? It's probably your dream not coming true, right? Or if the dream comes true, you get there and you're just like exhausted and miserable. A phrase like this probably won't work out is a fear-based thought, right? Is a fear-based thought. And what I want to talk about today is my faith over fear formula, because so often we are going through life with these underlying fear-based thoughts dictating the way, and we're so unconscious of it. Or if we are conscious of it, we think, oh, whatever, like I know I'm thinking that way, but it's, it's going to be fine. No love. There is an easier way to do it all, and that is through faith. All right. So listen, this isn't a religious sermon. I want to talk about faith in the context of mindset work. So what is faith? Now, faith, you know, if you are familiar with religion, which I think most of us are, faith is rooted in beliefs, in our beliefs. And in mindset work, beliefs are just a repeated thought. That is all a belief is. So choosing faith comes down to becoming intentional with the thoughts that you repeat to yourself, which means becoming intentional with your beliefs. It's about becoming conscious of how you're thinking and learning to choose thoughts that empower, support, and sustain you. Simply put, choosing faith means choosing better thoughts. Because better thoughts create better feelings, which create better actions, which create better results. Now, I'm not saying best here, and I'm not asking you to become a Pollyanna and to take up false positivity. No, 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 no. Let's be clear. I'm not talking about false positivity here. I do not want you to say hollow affirmations to yourself because some coach with a podcast told you so. No, 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 no. Let me walk you through this. Faith is about belief. So it's about choosing a thought that you can believe now in your life with all of the circumstances, with everything that you have going on, a thought that you can believe now, but that makes you feel a little more supported, empowered, or capable. These are what I call better feeling thoughts, a thought that makes you feel a little bit better, a thought that you can believe now. When it comes to our growth, a little is a lot. Shifting our feelings a little is a lot. Where I see people misstep here is choosing thoughts that they just don't believe yet, that they just can't believe yet. They choose what I call Mount Everest thoughts. Mount Everest thoughts are thoughts like, I am enough. I am worthy. I expect the best. It always works out for me. Now, these are great thoughts and these are affirmations we hear often in the wellness world. And while they're wonderful, if you have been saying the exact opposite to yourself for 20 plus, 30 plus, 40 plus, 50 plus years, you can't just switch that overnight, right? You're trying to get to the peak, to the summit of Mount Everest, but you haven't even gotten to the base camp yet, right? The base camp is the better feeling thought. Better feeling thoughts allow you to slowly work your way to the summit so that one day you can say, I am enough with all the confidence in the world. 
better feeling thoughts are what shift our mindset because you can believe them. You can have faith in them, right? We believe that we're supposed to say things like, I am enough. And you say them and then you have this like feeling of, oh my gosh, I don't believe this thought. So then you have guilt, which makes you feel even worse. No love. We have to work our way to those thoughts. And I know with 100% confidence, if you do the faith over fear formula, what I'm going to go through in this episode, if you do it, you can say I am worthy one day and believe it with every part of your being. So we're going to go over my faith over fear formula, which is all about you creating your own better feeling thought. I really encourage you to grab the worksheet for today's episode because it will take you through this step by step. It will have the framework there for you. So I encourage you to sign up for my email list, which you can do in the show notes, or you can also go to my website to do that. So Let's take the example of what we started with at the top of this episode, the phrase, this probably won't work out. So let's imagine your dream is finding a partner, getting a new job or or starting your own business. And the phrase you are saying, right, the fear based phrase is this probably won't work out, which let me be clear, we all say this at some point, but that is us choosing fear. So how do we lean into faith? We find our better feeling thought. So I want you to think of a thought that you would love to believe when you think of your dream. So think of whatever your dream is right now. Maybe it's quitting your job, moving across the country, whatever that may be. And I would, I want you to think of a thought that you would love to believe when you think of this. So thoughts like, I've got this. I trust myself. Things always work out for me. I trust in the timing of my life. I am worthy and deserving of my biggest dreams. These are all wonderful thoughts, right? But they're also Mount Everest thoughts. So I want you to say whatever the thought is, the phrase is to yourself, right? I've got this or I trust myself. And check in with yourself. How does your body react? What feelings come up for you? I want you to check in and see how much you believe this phrase on a scale of one to 10, 10 being total belief, right? And one being no belief at all. So where does this thought fall for you? So this is our scale of believability. And what we ideally want is something that is at least a seven, a six will do, but like a seven is really when things start to shift right? If it's below the seven, then the belief isn't strong enough, right? To see those shifts and changes happen. So I want you to take the thought you'd love to believe as an example. I'm going to use, um, I trust myself, right? And one of the ways to find your better feeling thought, right? The thought that is at least a seven on our scale is to use these phrases as a framework, So the phrases I'm going to put out would be put before the thought you want to believe. So they are, I am determined. I am working towards each day. I each day I look for and I accept. So this is what this would look like. So if the phrase that I would love to believe is I trust myself, I would write these out. I am determined to trust myself. I am working towards trusting myself. Each day, I trust myself more and more. Each day, 
I look for ways to trust myself or examples of trusting myself. Each day, I feel my trust in myself growing more and more. So these are the examples of taking that I trust myself phrase and putting those phrases before them and seeing, okay, do any of these fall at that seven point? Each day I trust myself more and more. Is that a seven? And now I want to talk about the I accept phrase. I think the I accept phrase is the most powerful in this framework. This is the most powerful when it comes to beliefs that are hard to overcome because there is an acceptance of what is here now and what is difficult. So an example would be, I accept that a part of me is scared to trust myself, but I'm committed to fully trusting my instincts, my soul, and my inner knowing. Or I accept that in the past, I haven't trusted myself, but today I am letting go of those memories and stepping into my trust. Or I accept that it is hard, but I'm committed to living a life where I trust myself and myself alone. Can you see how these thoughts feel in your bones? Can you see how you're like, yes, I can can latch onto that. I can repeat that. Acceptance thoughts to me are so incredibly powerful and life-changing. Now, again, if you want to try out this framework for yourself, if you're like, Sharin, I'm kind of getting what you're throwing down, but I don't fully get it. Subscribe to the email list so you can create your own better feeling thoughts and see this framework laid out step by step. And listen, your better feeling thought may not use this exact framework. With clients, I'll play around with them with different thoughts and we try them on. The framework is a great starting point. It's a great reminder that there are other thoughts out there, other thoughts that you have access to and that can make you feel a little bit better. For me, my better feeling thought, the thought that changed my life years and years and years ago was, let's just see what happens. This thought to me was expansive. It was freedom. There was acceptance in it. And it gave me permission to try to get curious and see what was on the other side without attachment. Let's just see what happens led me to my husband. Let's just see what happens led me to my new career. Let's just see what happens led me to so much amazingness. Listen, better feeling thoughts are not the thoughts that we usually find on mugs or posters but they are the thoughts that work. If you want to get even deeper into this work, remember, you can get the worksheet. You can do that by going to the show notes or subscribing for my email list at wholehearted-coaching.com. And again, as a reminder, love, Inner Compass Summer Camp starts June 11th until August 27th. You can find all the info for that also in the show notes or at wholehearted-coaching.com slash inner compass. So stay tuned for my interview with Lisa. She did my live version of inner compass last summer and she started the course kind of going back and forth on whether or not to leave her job. Well, during the course, she left her job, started her own Etsy shop, and now has one of the most joyful and confident mindsets that I have ever encountered. Her story is such an important one. I am so excited to be talking to Lisa, who joined us last summer live for Inner Compass. And I wish you could see Lisa because she is a beam of light. She is just 
just so wonderful. And every time Lisa joins our group calls, it's like there's a light in there. She's such a great support to the community. She's like everyone's hype person. And also this like really vulnerable and truthful human being. And I have just loved witnessing your aha moments over the course of Inner Compass. Cause like, you're one of those people where like, we'll be on a call and I'm like, oh, Lisa's having an aha moment or Lisa comes into the space. I'm like, she had an aha moment. And so I'm just so excited for Lisa to talk about her experience in the course, because I have a feeling that your insights around the course are going to be really helpful to people out there. So Lisa, tell us a little bit about you. Tell us a little bit about you. All right. Um, thank you so much, Sharon. Um, about to make a grown woman cry. Yes. Also, yeah, my facial expressions, it betrays me. <laughs> Let's see a little bit about me. So I joined the course last summer. I believe it was last June. And I was about a month away from leaving my, you know, eight to five job that I had been with a nonprofit organization for over nine years. Um, and it was definitely time to move on. But it was a difficult decision. I had kind of planned my whole life and career around this and it didn't work out. And so I felt disappointed and heartbroken and confused. And to be honest, lost. Like, what am I going to do now? I'm in my 30s, which back then I thought like, I'm old. I'm so old. <laughs> and I felt like I just invested so much time and energy, um, you know, rising through the ranks, rising through the organization to to become the boss. And it just, it wasn't what I wanted. So I came across your page through Instagram um, and I believe the post was exactly like stating everything that I had felt, you know, feeling like you had done everything right, feeling like you had followed all the rules, the formula, and just feeling so dissatisfied and frustrated. And I think it was the first time that I really felt, oh my goodness, other people feel this. It's not just my flaw. Like, you know, because I'd kind of gotten to the point where I thought maybe I'm just incapable of being happy. And I think that you even mentioned that one time in your podcast. And I'm like, I have had that thought, too. Uh, and so now I know that it, it is possible for me to be happy. Um, so, yeah, I, I took the course and it has changed my life. I love that you bring this idea up of like, so I feel like as a coach, I get to work with like iterations of myself and in you, Lisa. I see the really hardworking, like child of immigrants, woman of color, who like you give us a plan and you give us a structure and we will excel. And so we find ourselves being really good at whatever we do, but that not may not necessarily be the thing we're meant to do. And kind of getting to the end of that is a really terrifying experience because you're like, wait a second, I did all the things right. You're in a nonprofit, right? A lot of my clients are in nonprofits because right, they're very giving humans. So they're like, well, this must be the way to do it. And what I have learned from about nonprofit work is that it's generally not very healthy for the <laughs> for the individuals who are doing the work. Um, and so I remember you telling me your story and I was like, oh, I, I know that feeling so well. I know that feeling so well. Yeah. 
I was so exhausted. Um, my husband was was worried for my mental health. I wasn't sleeping. My anxiety was at an all time high. And uh, then COVID hit, right? And none of us were prepared for that. And what's going to happen? How are we going to stay open? How am I going to play? How am I going to pay my employees? Um, you know, by the grace of God and the universe, being able to get that PPP loan. Um, so, but it was, yeah, it was a lot. So it's like, I was already <laughs> at the brink of a mental breakdown and then COVID hit and COVID hitting actually made me think about maybe this isn't the time to leave. You know, maybe this is the time when the organization needs me more than ever. Maybe this is the time where the marketplace is not the best place. Like at least this is a steady income and a paycheck. Um, but I really believe had it not been for this course, I would have stayed, you know, because I wouldn't have seen that there were options, that there was another way to live and to feel and to be. So the community and you just gave me the courage in July to be like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. Goosebumps. Serious goosebumps. Tell me what was in the course that for you felt like real watershed moments or breakthrough moments that, you know, helped you kind of get to that realization. And like, again, I wish you all could see Lisa because the physical transformation, like the Lisa I spoke to last summer who was considering joining Intercompass. I mean, she's just a beautiful woman all around, but like, you know, natural hair color, like just looks like someone who has an eight to five. Y'all, if you could see her now on my video screen, she's got the most beautiful magenta hair, neon green fingernails. Like this is not a woman who is like in the, the, the proper structure, quote unquote, conventional, whatever bullshit life. So how did we get here through Inner Compass? Oh. So the first thing um, that I loved was about listening to my intuition. That was really, I was reading off the things um, on your website when I was considering it. And I was reading them out loud to my husband and every one of them, he's like, yep, that's you. Yep, that's you. Yep, that's you. And especially the not listening to my intuition. There's so many times my friends and my husband had heard me go, oh, and I knew it, but I had been so conditioned to doubt myself, to not trust myself, to not trust my voice. Um, my work environment, of course, did not help. We didn't have the, the necessary support. And um, yeah, I had just stopped listening to my own voice. And so I was living my life based on other people's expectations. And I know that um, we, we talked about in the course and I didn't realize that. I thought, yeah, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing because that's what everybody is supposed to be doing. You know, to me, this idea of living a life for myself, it was selfish. <laughs> you know, I remember I struggled when we did that lesson and, and about being self-centered. And I was like, <gasps> you know, that was probably one of my like biggest facial expressions because I was like, no, I was also um, in a in a religious organization. and. So the conditioning of the church, right, of always putting others before yourself, which I still believe in, you know, to a certain degree. But yeah, that was one of the most challenging lessons. Um, when we did our mission statement, oh, that's probably my favorite. And you had us do a manifesto. Um, and I was so ready. 
And then you came out and told us, though, that our mission statement doesn't have to do with anybody else but ourselves. And I was like, what kind of a mission statement is that? Like, I'm here to make an impact, you know? But you were not having it. You were like, no, your purpose is within yourself for yourself. And that to me was like eye-opening. I was like, what? No one's ever told me this before. (laughs) I love that so much, Lisa. So this summer, again, I'm doing the course live. So we're going to have, you know, calls um, every other week and the community aspect of it all. How did that help? Because the course itself is an online course that you can do by yourself, which is wonderful. But what did that give you to have the extra calls, to have that community there with you? How did that help? What what did that give you? Um, Several things. So definitely it gave me accountability, which I needed. Um, there was still within me at, at the beginning of the course, this need to, again, meet other people's expectations. But this time it worked in my favor. So I was like, Sharin and the girls are counting on me to do the work, you know, to do the lessons and show up. And, and you would ask us who did the lesson. And I never wanted to be somebody that raised my hand. Like I didn't do it. Right. Like real, again, like you said, yeah, super workaholic, like me, I did the work, Sharin, like, applaud me. <laughs> um, and then I think through the course, I eventually fell behind and I didn't feel so guilty. And you were always so great about like, hey, if you didn't have time, that's fine. This is your own pace. And it took several times of you repeating that for me to be like, she really means it. Like, she's not to shame you. This is self-paced. So definitely, but the accountability was good. I liked that, um, that I felt like, hey, there, there's a, a bit of a deadline because if not, I would have just procrastinated and been like, well, it doesn't matter. I'll just do it whenever I want. You know, um, I loved the community, hearing other girls' stories and their progress and their struggles. Again, just um, when you when you started breaking us out into rooms to really, you know, dig a little bit deeper. Um, again, just seeing myself mirrored and feeling not so crazy um, (laughs) or unhealthy, just be like, hey, we're all in this together. We're all working on this. Um, That really helped a lot. I don't know that it would have been the same just doing the worksheets by myself versus doing the worksheets by myself and then coming on and sharing my insights and hearing other girls' insights. And to be honest, I feel like it helps to see your face. Like Sharin is a real person, <laughs> you know, like you're not this robot just posting on Instagram or like this super awesome, beautiful influencer, which you are, but it just really helped kind of grounding that relationship of like, she's a real person. She's genuine. She cares about her girls, her, you know, her tribe and she shows up for them, you know? So thank you. Ah, thanks, Lisa. I I love, I love, love, love our group calls. You've talked about it a little bit, but what are some of the transformations and changes in your life that you can kind of like look back and be like, oh, that was sparked by Inner Compass, whether those are like really big or small, like you named some, like just listening to your intuition and like trusting yourself. What other things um, have come as a result of the course? So the very, like the very first one, because I did it again at the start of this year. I think we did it together as a group. And then I redid it on my own is the feeling fuel. 
this idea that we get to choose how we feel. Um, again, with with my past uh, work experience, um, my own upbringing in, in my tumultuous home and my own tumultuous emotions, I always just felt like I was just constantly reacting to life. Life was always happening to me at a huge victim mentality. And then I would hate myself for that, you know, so shame on top of that. But yeah, this idea that we have the power, that we always have a choice, that we have agency, that we can set intentions to feel this way, that has definitely profoundly affected me. So I like I this is what I choose to feel. Um, and if I don't feel that in that moment, then I reach for the next best feeling, you know, or the next best feeling thought. Um, so that's one. But the main one that I'm always telling my friends about is the one where you teach us that we can feel the feeling that we're looking for in the future, in the present moment. Your motto, right? You know, build your dream life while living your dream life. It's this idea, you know, that I think resonates with so many people that we keep thinking when I get there, when I have this, when I do this, I'm going to feel there. And I feel like that was the most profound because once again, the job that I had at one point was everything that I wanted. I set my sights on it and I, I worked my butt off to get to the top. And it was, it was not what I wanted. And I was like, um, <laughs> why am I not feeling everything I should be feeling? And so now um, I don't live that way. Now I, I wake up and I, I choose joy and I choose peace and I choose love and I choose to be proud of myself and my progress. And um, I know that when I achieve my dreams, I'm probably going to be at a level of excitement, enthusiasm that I don't even know is possible right now. You know, um, I'm not afraid to get excited or to hope or to manifest crap. <laughs> like, I'm just like, this is what I want. Um, which is definitely something that I, I didn't have before. Oh my gosh, that makes my heart burst. Uh, because honestly, as a coach, you know, the coaching world is a lot about like goals and, and achieving things, which are great, which I know are great. However, like what you just said, like your inner experience of life, that is my mission for all of us is to have just a much more easeful and joyful experience of life. And because I know that when that happens, like everything transforms on the outside. And I've witnessed that in you, Lisa, where that inner transformation has resulted in this outer transformation, like literal magenta hair, outer transformation. And now you have like your own Etsy shop and you're doing all your own things. Yes. Uh, my, my little shop, right. Uh, in the fall of like 2019, I had talked to my husband about, I would love to have a thrift store. Like I loved fashion and I've always had people commenting on my fashion or my choices. And I love the earth. I love animals. You know, they're the reason that I'm vegan. I love rescuing animals. That's how I have eight of them. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, and so this idea kept brewing in my mind, but there was still so much fear. And then you sent out an email about perfectionism. <laughs> And I realized that I had been procrastinating because I wasn't perfect. Uh, my Instagram wasn't perfect. Things were not perfect. And 
this International Women's Day, I, I looked around at all the women that were doing a great, just amazing things. And they were putting so much love and service out into the world. And I was like, I want to do that. And then it was like, I can do that. Like I can do that today. I can do that now. So I got in this free app for a logo maker. <laughs> And I made an Instagram and I announced my shop, The Joyful Closet, um, where I was just going to sell, like start selling the, the vintage clothing and clothing from my own closet because that's just too many things. And then I didn't feel very motivated to sell my items. So I got grounded. I did a meditation. I asked the universe, how can I be, you know, a service? Um, and I got this idea that I would donate. 60% of my profits to animal rescues because that's a mission dear to my heart. And I thought, yeah, I'm not one to really hustle for money and I'm definitely not one to hustle for my worth anymore. Thanks, Sharice. But I will hustle for justice. <laughs> so I talked to my husband and he was completely on board and I announced that. And that week, bam, sales started coming in um, and it's just been amazing ever since. Um, yeah. I love that. I love that. Okay, wait, Lisa, where can we find your Etsy shop? Tell us, tell us all the info. So um, the Instagram handle is at the underscore joyful underscore closet. Um, and I have a link there actually to my Depop um, store. And there you will see all my items. I also do local market sales and I announce where I'll be. So I'll have one tomorrow in um, like three cities from here. And I also announced at the end of the month, um, I showcased the rescues that we donated to. So actually today, because it's the, the last day of the month, I was able to donate. And so I put that up there to the two rescues that we chose uh, so that people can see where, where their money goes and the impact that they're making. And so, yes, it's, it's been amazing. That's incredible, Lisa. Okay, so everyone go follow Lisa, purchase her stuff. Uh, I love that so much. You are like literally the embodiment of creating your dream life while you're living your dream life. Thank you for that reminder for all of us. Thank you for that. But also thank you so much for taking this inner compass journey and like trusting me at a, at a time when your life was really at a crossroads. I, I really remember when you were like, I'm ready to leave this job, but like also the stability, the security, but I'm totally unhappy. And you just, you took that leap. So I just am in awe of you. I'm in awe of you. Thank you, Sharin. I'm, I'm just so grateful to Inner Compass and to you. And like I've told you before, I share you with all my closest friends. Um, you are wise beyond your years and so relatable. And that's what I love. Just so relatable. Like even you're real about affirmations for people who hate affirmations. Perfect. <laughs> yes. I mean, these are my people. It's like people. Yes. 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 I'm so glad that resonates with you. Lisa, thank you so, so much for sharing your wisdom and your time and your energy. Everyone go follow Lisa on Instagram. And thank you, my love. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you for having me and join Inner Compass. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Sharon.
If you are listening live, then you can still join us for Inner Compass Summer Camp. Summer Camp starts on June 11th and runs until August 27th. You not only get Inner Compass, the course, but you also get bi-weekly calls with me, amazing guest mentors like Chrissy King and some other amazing surprises. So love, if you are listening live, you can head to the show notes or wholehearted-coaching.com slash inner compass for more info. I really hope to see you there. If you are listening live, then you can still join us for Inner Compass Summer Camp. Summer Camp starts on June 11th and runs until August 27th. You not only get Inner Compass, the course, but you also get bi-weekly calls with me, amazing guest mentors like Chrissy King and some other amazing surprises. So love, if you are listening live, you can head to the show notes or wholehearted-coaching.com slash inner compass for more info. I really hope to see you there. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you liked this week's episode, please share it with a friend, comment, and rate this podcast. Until next week, see you later, love.